Hey, what is up, everyone? Welcome to the Whiskey Sessions podcast. This is episode 119. What's up, B-Pimp? 119. I'm doing great. Now I'm thinking of 19s in the NBA. I've like had a two episode in a row. Stumper. Who wears yeah. 19? I don't know. You know who wears, okay, from my childhood, who wore 19? Jay Buhner, I think. Jay? Of, of the Seattle Mariners. Oh, okay. That's a good one. Yeah, he had a rifle for an arm. He did. Solid arm. He, what I, I like Jay Buhner. He, he struck out what I feel like is a lot. Um, but he, to me, was the classic person who slides in the, he played right field. He would always slide for a catch. Whether he needed to or not, it did not matter. He would slide into that catch. He was an overslider. Oh, yeah. Big time overslider. Uh, but yeah, Jay Buhner, uh, definitely just a, a fun player from my memory. He always, his walk up song was, they called him the bone. Uh, or maybe it was just bone. I, I don't remember. But he, he walked up too bad to the bone, that song. George Thurgood. Yeah. Classic. Classic. Um, yeah, 19. I, otherwise, ugh, I don't know. There's gonna be somebody that wears 19. Yeah, I'm it's not sometimes they come right to my head, and then sometimes I'm I'm thinking like Dennis Schroeder wore 19 in one of his stops, but I could be yeah. wrong about that. What number does Donovan Mitchell wear? He is he might be 18. Maybe I was an episode late. I should have had Donovan Mitchell for last uh, episode. He wears 45. <laughs> oh, never mind. Uh, like okay. Michael Jordan when he played baseball. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was hilariously off. I don't know why I thought it was him. Um, okay. Because four plus five is nine, and that's in 19. Yes. I think this is an example of something I am too old for, which is remembering <laughs> a player's number. Yeah. And that is the subject of this episode, which honestly, I am pretty excited about this top five. I'm really excited to hear what you came up with. Um, I, I had a bunch on my list and I've got a bunch of honorable mentions too. But what our list is for this episode is the top five things we're just too old for. We're too old for it. We can't do it anymore. Too old for it. So it was, it was fun to put together. Uh, my wife, Maggie, she had a few that were good ideas too. One of them was kind of depressing. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what happens. That's aging. Uh, so we're going to go through that list. Was there a place you started with when thinking about things that you're too old for? Of like that just came to your mind immediately. I, yes, I had, there were things that were concepts that were too abstract to have on a list that I had to like, crystallize into an entry but then also um lisa was very helpful because i asked her i told her our idea for that or your idea for this and she was helpful with getting me started to like round out the list there's uh yeah there there was a lot and it covered all sorts of things from like my body can't do that thing anymore or handle that thing anymore to uh i just want to be more comfortable than that like a lot of things like around that sort of line of thinking or your experience has told you to avoid for me anyway like Ooh, that's yeah. another part of it 
That's it's like I've learned, I've lived through it, and now I'm like too wise for it for that yeah. anymore. And like we're, you know, so our our listeners know we're both firmly in our mid thirties, and I understand that we'll have listeners that are way older than us, and we don't mean this to be like a, a sob story. And and those people say like, well, wait till you get to your fifties or sixties or seventies. We get it. We're not the oldest people in the world. Um, but things are different now than what they were when we were in our twenties or teenage years or whatever the case might be. So, yeah. And we, and I appreciate all stages of life. And I'm and like you said, I'm in no way denigrating anybody of a different decade than us, but it is where I feel like we're now in that's one of the first stages for me anyway, where I could be like, I know now that this is something that has passed and I will no longer be in that arena. <laughs> My favorite thing that like is changed. Like I've been slowly losing my hair since I was probably 20. And, but every time I look at a photo that is maybe three to five years ago, no matter when, like when I was 25, I did this for looking at photos of when I was like 22, when I was 28, I looked at this for photos when I was like 25. I always think like, ah, look how much hair I had. (laughs) Like no matter what, like I am always satisfied with the amount of hair I had three years ago. Yeah. That's good. That keeps you, you know, it keeps you grateful and going forward. You just have that to look forward to every year. It's a whole new experience. Um, All right. Before we jump to that list though, I have a whiskey that I am really curious to try. That hopefully you're not too old for. No, definitely never too old for whiskey. Um, That is not on my list. Spoiler alert. Uh, but this is another California whiskey, uh, California coast whiskey. The only thing I'm holding against it is that it's spelled whiskey without an E. And I really like to have that E there, but okay. Uh, it's from 10th street, American whiskey company. Uh, it's a blend of single malts and light whiskeys, 42% alcohol by volume. Uh, it is bottled at the 10th street distillery, which is in San Jose, California. So the south end of the Bay Area, uh, one of, you know, if you consider the Bay Area to be three main cities in San Francisco, Oakland, and San Jose, it's the one I don't go to. <laughs> it's also bottled by the San Jose Sharks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, I am curious to try it. I've got uh, ice in my glass. On the back, it does say California Coast is not just a whiskey. It is our way of expressing appreciation for our new home. For our new home? Oh, I don't even know where they started. Well, it's a lot to read, so we'll never know. I do. I want to say, while you're getting ready to pour this, I like the bottle. I like the aesthetics of the bottle, the shape, and the label. It's very nice. I do like it, too. It's definitely, they mentioned that they're a blend of light whiskeys. And as I pull the plastic top off, which I wish I did ahead of time, and I realize now um it's it's quite a light whiskey yes very i can see that over the webcams it's very light i feel like it's one of the lightest i've ever had all right yeah so i mentioned i've got it in uh on the rocks in my normal whiskey glass i'm gonna give it a quick smell very light even more light looking in the glass yeah it uh i'm not catching any particular notes in the whiskey uh, in terms of the smell, it's pretty standard kind of a light bourbon-y type smell. 
Okay. So I'm very curious about taste. this one. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to hear more about California whiskeys. I gotta try some next time I'm visiting. Yeah, I uh, the price point this one came in at was I think it was in the mid 30s for 750 milliliter or something like that, maybe high 30s. So it's not outrageous. I will say I'm gonna be frank. I've taken one sip. I'm gonna take one more sip to make sure I, I do feel this way. Responsible journalism here. It is. You need more than one take, you know? Yep. The second sip is like my second anonymous witness. Right. Huh. I hate to say this of my adopted home, because I think this is the third whiskey I've had from California, and it's going to be the second one that gets the boot. Wow. You don't even need a third sip? I don't need a third sip. I'm going to take it anyway, just so I can like better describe what's happening here, but more responsible journalism i like it it's light it doesn't really have a body that on its own wouldn't be a problem but not only am i not getting any kind of warmth but it is like covering the roof of my mouth with this very weird metallic taste oh no i slightly feared from the smell but i was willing to ignore it just because you know what it's just a smell but it it is like quite metallic if any listener, anybody has listened to this podcast, they know the kiss of death for you is metallic. Yeah. Taste. If I just even get a taste of that, but this is like, this is like metal forward. This is like a heavy metal of whiskey. <laughs> yeah, it really is. I like, I don't understand this. I'm sorry, 10th street. And maybe as soon as I read San Jose, California, I should have known. <laughs> this is not good. I will not be drinking any more of this and the rest of this bottle uh, I'll have to mix it with something but it definitely can't just drink it straight around the rocks do you have to thin any paint you can use it for that it, I might have to do that so I'll hold it for that but that's this is disappointing because it, what it really tastes is the prototypical like $18 whiskey oh wow man that's a bummer yeah I'm really bummed out about that because I did like the bottle um, it's one I hadn't seen before, but San Jose, when I saw they spelled whiskey with without an E, I should have taken that as another hint. It was really light, too light probably. And it's just got nothing to it. And I don't like the aftertaste at all. So and when it comes to whiskey, San Jose is not okay. No, without a doubt. Yikes. Um, all right. So sorry, 10th street, but that's, that's getting a firm boot. Uh, and I I'll do my best to recover my mindset for what I think is going to be an amazing top five list. Yes. And for future California whiskeys that you'll try. Yes. I, I might take a break from California. This is how bad this whiskey is. I might take a break from the state of California. I might move out of the state of California. <laughs> this is the last episode of Whiskey Sessions. It's yeah. killed the idea. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, man, that is worse than I thought would be possible if I'm being frank. Wow. This might be one of the most scathing <laughs> reviews yeah. we've had. I just didn't think it could be in that realm where I'm like, this is kind of I mean, it's better than ancient age, but not by much. What about Southern Comfort? That's a hard. It's got to be better than that. I don't know. Oh, I mean, it's yeah, I guess, but it's like I find the taste of Southern Comfort to be a little more offensive. But this is just 
disappointing and how it just lacks like anything. At least Southern Comfort is like distinctly terrible. This is just like kind of just terrible. Like and this we is what least... you expect from the very bottom shelf. Wow. And I, and I was going to say we would at least joke about putting Southern Comfort on our pancakes. So you were still going to eat it. Oh, yeah. But this you're you know, this you won't even. This I feel like that. I could I could. You know, outside of the metallic taste, I feel like I can mix this with Sprite and not taste it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm just, I'm going to continue ripping into this, but I know. I know. <laughs> um, number one thing that I'm too old for is bad whiskey like this. Yeah, we don't have time for that. <laughs> don't have time for that at all anymore. Um, all right, but we got to get to it. Uh, again, I'm super excited for this. I think there's a lot of ways to interpret this list too. So I'm not even sure exactly how you took it. Um, but uh, I think we should just get into it. These are the top five things we're too old for. More than four, less than six. It's the top five. My number five thing, spicy meatballs. <laughs> I don't Okay. <laughs> it sounds like a joke, except for that. This has happened a couple of times now, and it's a result of my age and my digestion. I'm getting some wicked heartburn. Yeah, heartburn and is no fun. No fun. And a spicy meatball, number one offender. So I just, if I feel like it's going to be spicy, I'm like, I, I don't think so. Yeah, that's smart. I, think I mean, I'm just I like too old for that now. Or I got to like pre take some Tums or something. I'm not sure. Right. Uh, but yeah, I'm just not doing that. All right. I, I like it. seeing spicy meatballs as like an appetizer on menus at Italian places and said, I don't think I can do that. Which is a weird <laughs> place to be. I'm avoiding these spicy meatballs. Yeah. Uh, all right. What's your number five? My number five thing that I'm too old for is sadly music festivals. Oh, that's a great one. I'm too old for that shit. Remember when we went to Lollapalooza like every day, which like that, I'm so glad that we had that opportunity. It was great, but I couldn't do that now. Didn't we, did you go with us? I don't think I went with you. I've been to Lollapalooza and I got like, when I had an internship at a place, I got tickets to it. Okay. And I think, yeah, that, that was like 12 years ago. Yeah. And do I want to be in like a hundred degrees with humidity and a row of 4,000 porta potties? I don't think so. No. And I, like I, the one I went to, I got to see Queens of the Stone Age. Amazing. Gnarls Barkley was there. I got to see some bands, Wolf Mother from Australia, like all in one place. And it was great. But I was 21. If I, if you told me, okay, you're going to go outside it would have to be some pretty damn good bands for me to be like, yeah, I'm going to go at like 11 in the morning and stay till like midnight or something. And it's hot. And I have to just be walking around in like sand almost all day. Like, no, I don't want to yeah. do that. I'm not interested. I will say like when we, who was playing when we went, I saw the national arcade fire and we saw lady Gaga too. Oh, okay. Which actually, that was pretty interesting because there's no other way I would see Lady Gaga. Right. Um, but yeah, I I am agreeing with you on this take. Music festivals. Yep. Out. I'm, it's passed me by. Um, was it, is that like the last musical festival you went to or did you go to some others? Well, I went to 
It might be, honestly. I think I went to some smaller ones where it was maybe, and I went to some concerts where that were long on the longer end where it wasn't technically a festival, but there was like six acts or something. Yeah. But yeah, that might be the last big one. We used to go to Pitchfork more regularly. And I'm trying to think the last time I went to Pitchfork probably only would have been like one of the last years we lived there, maybe like 2015 or 16. But, and that one's like a little more low key. Yeah. Right. Still. Yeah. I don't know. I I think that that is a great one. I, I, that one I didn't even think of. And I regret that I did not even occur. (laughs) Uh, Okay. My number four is this one might be starting this year, honestly, but I think it's doing my own taxes. Oh, I used to always do them. I mean, with like TurboTax and stuff. Um, only once have I not done them. And it was a year that was like particularly complicated. So I just said like, whatever, I'll just go to H&R Block. But I, we just have like a bunch of little things that I kind of forget about. And I, I don't know if I can really do them anymore. And what's really sparking this is that we got a letter from the IRS about our 2019 taxes that we forgot to include the time that we took off when Elena was born, we got some money from the state for a few weeks, uh, which was great, but we forgot to uh, count it as income. And so it took them a year, but they sent us back a letter saying, hey, you owe us such and such. And I'm just like, oh my God, this is like another thing that I just like overlooked on our taxes. I probably just shouldn't be doing them anymore. And like with a kid, with a house, I mean, our jobs have been actually pretty steady, but like, it's, it's just getting too complicated. Yeah, I feel it. I'm, I'm sticking in there for a while and see if I, I it's been okay, but I'm, I always have that in the back of my head. Like, should I be doing this? Am I doing this right? Like, oh, I've always felt that way. And finally the IRS told me you are not doing it right. Yep. They're like, okay, I think I'm done. <laughs> Uh, All right. What's your number four? My number four thing that I'm too old for is talking to teens. Yes. Teenagers are the worst. Well, it's not. And unrelatable. Honestly, I I don't even mean it in a way that like they're doing anything wrong. I just feel like I'm at the age now. I'm getting a lot more gray hair. I feel like I just look old enough that it's there's no like feasible scenario where I should just like randomly talk to a teenager unless it's a business transaction. Like if I go to a store and they're mm-hmm. bringing me up or something, I'm not going to just be a weirdo, but I feel like out in the random world, like I'm not going to go up to a teen for any yeah. reason and be like, hello. <laughs> no, I think I passed it. <laughs> Especially if you just start with that. Oh, oh. hello. Is that what teen? the kids are saying nowadays. <laughs> yeah. No, that, that is a great one. It's, it's weird to finally hit that age where you're like, there's like a floor to what age you are like, could possibly be. Right. Like I am 36 and could maybe convince somebody that I was 35, but that's about it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's, that is correct, but. but like, yeah, it's like, Oh, I just like, I definitely look older now. Yeah, I feel I feel that more yeah. and more every year. <laughs> All right, my number three is the thing I'm too old for. I don't know how to phrase this exactly, but I'm too old to drink too much. 
And what I mean by that is the repercussions from the types of hangovers I would get are just too much for me not to think about the night of. Yes. Uh, so I can't not count my drinks or just like kind of be aware of what's happening because devastation. And honestly, it doesn't even take that much. Um, I, when we were in Michigan, like a month and a half ago, I did kind of just like drink some whiskey neat with Maggie's dad for a little bit of time and tried to go to sleep, woke up for no reason at like, well, not for no reason, but at like 2 a.m., then I was getting like temperature problems because of how I felt like somewhere between drunkness and being in a hangover. Then I couldn't sleep at all. Uh, and it was just, and then I had to drive the entire next day. So it was just bad and messed with my sleep. The hangover itself wasn't that bad because I don't even think I overdrank by that much, but it was just enough that it was like, I, I have to pay attention. Yes. I have more to say about this. I was silently just hundred percent agreeing with everything <laughs> you're saying. And like, even what was it? I was, I had a whiskey drink this last week was like a really long week, but I had a whiskey drink on a Wednesday, just one. And I had just like a slightly mild headache that actually woke me up in the middle of the night. I can't yep. do it. Yeah. It's no good. No good. Uh, what's your number three? It's kind of related to what you're talking about. My number three is I'm too old for sleep. That... Sleep ain't what it used to be. <laughs> no. I'll tell you that. I feel like there was, I don't know. I can't pinpoint when, uh, or anything like that, but I just know that it was never something I really thought about. Like, will I be able to fall asleep? How long will I stay asleep? Like how many times am I going to wake up? Well, how much sleep do I need? Never really thought about it that much. And now it's, it's, it's at the forefront of my thoughts a lot of times. So I think I'm too old for like, just not having to worry about sleep. Yeah. That's uh that's a good one. I, I mean, that kind of relates to a, another one that I have coming up, but that, that is a lot of sleep related issues coming yeah. up with getting older. I feel like, yep. Uh, my number two is, I'm too old to help someone move. <laughs> I'm, yes. I'm not going to do it. Like yep. you need to hire somebody. I mean, if it's a couple little things, a couple of boxes here and there, sure. But if it's like major furniture, I'm just, the risk of me injuring myself plus the strong desire of me just to not do that is, yeah, I'm not going to do it anymore. You've put so, in your time. Yeah. And, and I really want all of my friends to be listening to this podcast just so they know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to help you move. Yep. Um, all right. What is your number two? My number two would have been a hundred percent slam dunk double dip with the one about drinking. Cause I, my number mm. two is partying. We used to you, do. You, are you familiar with the David cross uh, stand up where he's talking? He tells that really long story about oversleeping for a, a Kansas city radio spot when he like loses his mind and, can't wake up and or do you remember this like he i don't think i remember that but maybe it might have been part of one i listened to yeah he well he just tells a story that starts with him telling how much he drank and then he has to keep reiterating he's like i'm not bragging about how much i drank i'm just telling you because you need to know for the rest of the story to make sense 
<laughs> and that's kind of where I am with like, we used to drink a lot in college. Like we would do double shots. Double shots. I don't even Captain do, Morgan. I would not even do a full single shot anymore. No, I wouldn't do a shot period. I haven't done a shot in a very long time. Yeah. We did double shots of Captain Morgan and we did it on the regular. Like we were nuts. We would stand in a circle, play some music, take a double shot, tell a 10 minute story and then take another double shot. It was like, yeah. why, who would do that? I know it was very stupid, but like, this is what I'm saying. Like, I can't, the same thing you were saying before. It's like, I know that any joy I'm getting out of having some drinks, like the hangover slash after effects with sleep, like it, that is real. Like you just, if you get too drunk, like you're just going to wake up at, after four hours of sleep and not be able to go back to sleep because your brain is like, you're not supposed to do this. Like, I'm going to punish you and you should not be doing that. Like, that is just, I don't know. That's another thing. Like, I don't know how to pinpoint when, yeah. but at some point you're just like, no, you can't do that. Or you could, you could have a few beers, but you better drink a lot of water in that yes. span. Like a lot. Or make sure that you ate enough or like did something to like counteract that. Yes, Absolutely. Uh, all right. My number one is, yeah, kind, kind of a similar theme, but I am too old for all-nighters. Yes. Um, and what I remember in particular, I, I, I don't know exactly what the turning point is. It was probably about 10 years ago, but going into my final paper of my senior year of college, so I would have been 22, would have been 14 years ago, I pulled two consecutive all-nighters, which the idea of now is insane to me yeah and i think i basically i i think on the third day of pulling two all-nighters i actually did feel almost like drunk even though yeah all right but like um so it did like throw me off a little bit but it was two all-nighters because i was cramming to write a paper which i should have written more of earlier obviously but that's me being a student but it's the idea of that now my brain just says if if I have to finish work or finish something or whatever the case is. If I'm getting close to the mark of like four to five hours of sleep, my brain's like, you actually just, you have to go to sleep. Yeah. Because the decline that you will take if you don't sleep, at least some will be so severe that you, you're better off sleeping than actually doing a, trying to do a good job on whatever I'm doing. Yeah. So that is very off has like really changed as I've gotten older. Whereas I could feel like I could pull an all nighter in the past, like in my teenage years and maybe like really early twenties and basically function at like probably 90% on the next day. But now I think if I actually successfully pulled an all nighter, which I haven't done in a long time, how I would be on the second day would, would probably be more like 20 to 30% would be my guess. Yeah. Well, this is where I, what I was talking about in the intro, like some of it is, I don't know how much is like, I've learned that this is the thing I'm doing that leads to this terrible next day. So I know that I shouldn't do it versus like my body just can't handle it anymore. But even for us, like when we started doing, thinking about doing whiskey sessions or whatever, that was because we would 
hang out. Like when you lived in the city, I would come up there, we'd hang out, have a bunch of drinks, have some pizza, and we would stay up pretty late. I don't even feel like I could do that anymore. Like that two in the morning. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, no, I can't. I'm going to bed at like 11 o'clock. And that's like a wild man version of myself. You know, our weekends are, if our weekends are like 11, yeah. maybe not, not even both days, probably one of the two days will be 11. I'll be like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What? Wait, did either one? of us? You did. Your number one was all nighters. Too too old to pull all nighters. Okay. So my number one thing that I'm too old for is the internet. Ooh. Just blanket statement. <laughs> the whole internet. The internet in general. So I've. I think it's mostly specifically social media, but the internet in general. I don't know what's happening anymore, and I feel very like. You know how when you're younger, you're like, oh, I don't get like why my parents don't understand how X, Y, and Z works. It's so easy. And then people are like, yeah, you're going to get to an age when you don't understand what's going on. Lisa's on TikTok and Lisa will be watching stuff. And I'm just like, I don't know what they're referencing. I don't know what this meme is about. I don't know who they're making fun of. I don't know where it started, what it's about or where it's going. Like I have, I am lost. You are missing like so much context. Yeah, I get that. That is that is a great number one. I would agree, like a hundred percent. I put it. My honorable mentions are the TikToks, yeah, Instagram stories. Like I, I don't get any of that stuff, and I'm starting to get to the point where like I don't want to get it. No, I'm, I'm I'm not upset. Like I'm happy that I'm not on it. I'm just yeah. like I. It's very clear to me that I don't know what's happening and I'm not a part of this world that yeah. they're in. And it just makes me laugh really hard because she'll be watching it and like cracking up. And I'm like, I, she's like, Oh yeah, this is the song that they put under all that stuff. That's like that. I'm like, okay. It's like a, like a nondescript song. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just, I'm out of touch. Like hollow yeah. notes. I was like trying to understand the things that my nephew and niece like, and my nephew's 11 and my niece is, just turned six and I didn't get any of it. Like they, they were even watching like YouTube videos that were like comedy videos based on Minecraft stuff. What? And I was so confused, but also just like, this is like boring, right? Or is it just me? I don't even understand Minecraft. I tried to play the game and I was confused. So if there's, if <laughs> yeah. there's stuff that's building on that, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm no not into idea. it. Yeah. yeah. That is a fantastic number one. Do you have any honorable mentions that you wanted to go over? I have one honorable mention that struck me when we were talking and it's, I'm literally too old for the 18 to 34 year old demographic. So advertisers are no longer. <laughs> Do not care uh, anymore. <laughs> yeah. They don't care what I like and what I'm thinking about, which is never more clear than when I realize how the internet doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, uh, that, that's a good one. Mine are, so I mentioned the TikTok Instagram stories. Milk. <laughs> <laughs> Body won't do it anymore. Not getting the flu shot. I actually feel like I reached an age like, oh yeah, I gotta get this. So oh, I did that too. Day. That's a good one. This isn't, I don't know if it's something I'm too old for, but something I'm personally, something changed within my makeup to make it, but I, I can't smoke weed anymore. Oh, okay. uh, and actually this almost changed like 10 years ago, probably, but it just makes me more paranoid instead of less. So not doing it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I give you credit for just realizing that and being like, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can't drive crazy anymore. 
like I think when I was a teenager, I probably drove like a little nuts. And I remember driving from Seattle to Chicago once with a friend and getting up to like 115 miles an hour. I would never do that anymore. Whoa. Um, too old for nerds to candy. Forget about it. Oh my God. They're so <laughs> sweet. <laughs> uh, too old to wear a basketball jersey. Yeah. Uh, I ordered a Trey Young jersey and returned it because I was like, I can't wear this. <laughs> yeah. There, there comes an age. Yeah. Uh, too old to heckle athletes. I feel like I did this, especially baseball games. Not like that much. And basketball games too, maybe. But I wouldn't do that anymore. I, I now have the utmost respect for professional athletes. Yes, I know what they've put into it. Yeah. <laughs> um, too old to eat half a pizza. Metabolism will not deal with that. Yep. Um, and then a couple of uh, just kind of comfort things. Like, I'm too old to stay in a youth hostel when we travel. Uh, Maggie and I used to do that. And now we're like, nope, let's get like a nice Airbnb or a hotel. Yeah. Uh, I'm too old to sleep on the floor. I've definitely been too old for that for a while now, but like that is way too painful. Yeah. And then this is the one that Maggie added that I mentioned was like depressing, but also <laughs> hilarious. Too old for spontaneity. Oh, wow. Yeah, that is that is pretty dark, actually. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I think we're going to have to talk after this. <laughs> but it was, yeah, that was a good one. So. I, uh, I really like putting together this list because there was, it, it could go a lot of different directions. Yeah. That was, uh, that was a great idea. Yeah. And folks at home, I know our listeners are of varying ages, so it's never, you're never the wrong age to be too old for something. Um, but please let us know. You can hit us up, uh, on our Twitter again, that's at whiskey sessions, or let us know at our email address, which is whiskey sessions, music at gmail.com. And we'll read your email on a future episode. Uh, but we got to get to your emails for this episode. So without further ado, these are your emails. You sent us emails to read. Emails! And now we'll read them. All right, B-Pimp, what do we got in the old email inbox? All right, so there's no greeting. It just says, there is no way the Bulls are winning the championship next year. Unless you were talking about the running of the Bulls in Pamplona, where the Bulls will kill all the runners next year. And it's only signed dark thoughts from the dark side. So we have a little theme here at the end of this episode of lots of dark things happening. Yeah, I got like all the emails that came in where, I mean, if folks at home did, didn't listen to our last episode, we gave the top five reasons why the Bulls would win the championship, which seems like a no-brainer to me. But boy, did we get the emails from it. Yeah. Like that we one set that off something very dark. Uh, and I really hope that doesn't happen in Pamplona. Um, I got an email that says, fellas, I hate to break it to you, but the Bulls ain't winning the chip this year. Uh, they got about the same chance of doing that as the Sonics. And that's <sighs> from Grover uh, in Marietta, Georgia. So I just... There's a lot of hate. Bulls hate is. and also Sonic hate. I, I don't care for this Grover person at all. Who in the world for? How could you not like the Sonics? They got their team stolen from Seattle. Like, I don't understand. I don't know. I, I really, I need an announcement saying that there's going to be an expansion in Seattle. Yeah. I need that to happen in the next year. I hope um, when Seattle becomes, when they get their team back, that Becky Hammond is the first coach. Of the that would be cool. I, yeah. 
I don't care. I mean, I'll coach the team. Okay. And I'm, do a I'm terrible on board. job. I'm on board. Can you get um, Nick Collison out of retirement to play for, for the Sonics? I, I, I've seen him in person twice. So I feel it like you weird. can do it. Yeah. Maggie even commented how funny that was that we, we ran into him in Chicago, which is very random because it was like, what are you doing here? Yeah. Uh, it was him and his daughter in Millennium Park. And I just went up to him and I, I talked to him for a minute. I sounded like an idiot. Because the first thing I said was like, hey, are you Nick Collison? Like, yes. <laughs> and then I said, I remember when you were drafted, which is a weird thing to say. <laughs> he said, uh, so do I. <laughs> yeah. And then like two or three weeks later, I saw him in Seattle coming from like, it was the University of Washington, like, I don't know, the practice facility or something like that. He was working out there. Uh, but he looked to be in a much worse mood because it was right after Kevin Durant announced he was going from the Thunder to the Warriors. Oh, no. Yeah. So it probably was not a good time. But, um, yeah, if he wants to be an assistant coach or whatever, I'll happily hire him to my squad. Um, but, yeah, definitely need the Sonics back. I like. I would really like to hear an announcement that the Sonics are coming back but I feel about as confident as I feel more confident that the bulls will win the championship than that happening. Okay. I think uh, they're both we'll going to happen. I hope so. How great would it be if the bulls win the championship, then Arturis Karnasovas comes up to the microphone because they are handing out the trophy, which by the way, I hate that they give to the owner first. And then, like the like, give it to the players first. Yeah, Not come on, Jesus what Christ. is this? Uh, but he is going to be holding the trophy, and I'll say in the microphone. By the way, the Sonics are coming back next year, and I'm going to be their whatever executive vice president. Ooh, that would be amazing. That's it. That's what's going to happen. You just spoke yeah. it into existence. I hope so. Um, all right, folks at home. You want to send us an email? It's whiskey sessions music at gmail.com. That's the email address. We will read your email on a future episode uh, if you send it in. Uh, so please do. But that does it for this episode, episode 119. It's been 119 episodes. That's a crazy number. That's a lot of episodes. We're it like, really the, uh, we're, we could get a syndication deal now because we are over 100 episodes. Wow. I don't know how that works for a podcast, but I, I think we should look into it. Yeah, we'll be uh, well. They're going to show reruns of our um, audio on the CW. WGN. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think they will, um, and we're just going to rake in that money. Uh, do you have yeah. any words of wisdom that you uh, want to leave our listeners with? Both Donovan Mitchell and Denzel Valentine wear number forty-five. Interesting. When we get to episode one forty-five. Let's remember to bring that up. Yes. All right. Until next time, this is Amat saying peace out. And be pimp. See you later. <laughs>